I'm just going to have to learn to speak really loud at 9 o'clock in the morning. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Batsman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, it's Matt Gorser. How's it going? And uh, returning again, Cody, Cody Wood. Hello, everybody. And we're here with a special guest, Cody Heald, uh, coming all the way from the wrong coast of Michigan, Grand Rapids. <laughs> I think it's the correct side, so. <laughs> um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about um, a GSP qualifier and then about Rebel Alpha and uh, Defender Vader, some of the gatekeeping lists, I would say. Uh, but first, in local news, uh, I'm going to start off doing uh, casual play at Sata Comics out in Plymouth. I know Eternal's doing an event in July for a, a big tournament. So Eternal is going to be every third Saturday of the month they'll have a big tournament? I think it's the second Saturday. Yeah. It's the ninth next next month. Yeah, it's know. every second. It's every second Saturday. <laughs> and also, um, we do have a box of regional prizes that we got from Nate out in Ohio, so we can spread those around Michigan and have like really nice official uh, prize support. Should we start trying to hype up Outrider Cup too? <laughs> we can try. It's still in the development phase, but. The possibility of how many teams coming from Michigan? Two from the east side, one from the west side. East side. Yeah. Right, Corey, you're you're running over the the stuff over there for right. possibility of outrider. It's pretty committed. We've we've got a ton going already. So. Yeah, I mean, it's also in Ohio, so we can have a Michigan takeover. It's not that far away. No, it's a couple hours. I don't know. Can we make the lakes halfway decent, though? <laughs> Four out of the five Great Lakes prefer Michigan, Cody. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, GSP qualifier. Uh, 81 players, one of them including Cody. So the uh, faction breakdown real quick. We had uh, eight separatist lists, two in the top cut. Nine Republic lists. Zero in the top cut. Sad. 13 rebel lists, three of them in the top cut. 14 scum lists, also three in the top cut. 20 empire lists, a quarter of the field. And there was four in the top 16, so I guess that mathematically makes sense, right? Uh, three resistance lists, only three, none of them in the top cut. Although the guy plays 12, so he probably would have been, I think he dropped. And then uh, 14 FO lists, four in the top clot, including both of them being the winner and the runner-up. So uh, notes about that. There were 14 people that would have made cut, and then, like you said, the resistance list did drop. Mm-hmm. So those 13 people in the cut, which turned into a semi-top 16 with three buys. Yeah. Yeah, what do you, uh, what do you think about that lack of resistance lists? What does Resistance have right now? They have Ray, they have Poe, Zori, and Y-Wings. Zori is great. Y-Wings are pretty cheap. 
They still have Finn. He went down in points. He's like a three. Oh, yeah. Like, Finn's good. The problem is you can't bring Ray then. <laughs> well, I, don't, I wouldn't bring Ray, honestly, if I was building these lists. I think you've also got Kaz and the Fireball. I think yep. uh, Notorious and, you know, a bunch of up. You can get a ton of stuff where you can uh, do the advanced slam um, and get the Ion, which Ion's not a big deal because it's the same as the Blues on the Fireball. So I think Kaz is a, a great four-point ship. Oh, yeah. A lot of the X-Wings are still really solid. I mean, mm-hmm. other than Bo, you still have, like, you know, Jess Pava's still a five but she has an 11 loadout so you can actually put uh r2d2 on her and that has four charges for her ability you know what the problem with the t70s at five is look at the other sequel faction and you have the silences at five points yeah i know and a bunch of clt jedi is also five points though yeah that's sad it just like i think resistance is just running into an issue of Whatever they can do, other factions can do better for a better price point. I think people are not putting an effort into the resistance list. I still think there's there's some decent stuff there. I agree. I mean, the, the people haven't really explored the Y wings, but you can do like like an ion turret and like an engine upgrade and targeting computer and like uh, expert handling and still get. You know, all the double mods with the reposition or the lock and mods and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, the Y-Wings are the ones I see most a lot of the times. Um, what I don't see played anymore are the A-Wings, which is right. interesting because I know, uh, was it Sir Alinda has a cannon slot? And so you just put, like, iron cannon, have the arc to the back, and you constantly have, like, front, back, arc coverage plus uh, points for other things. And I, is it Tally that has the torpedo slot? So she could just, like, bring an APT or something? She does have... You can actually put proton torpedoes on her for some reason if you really wanted to. She has a 12-point loadout with the torp slot. I don't know why you would, but it is kind of funny. With Commander Poe, I guess you can have it double-modded, but then he won't be. <laughs> And then the couches, you still have Kova. Kova. Kova's really good and just enough points to have Leia heroic in R4. The other the other couch that's kind of interesting at four points, you can put uh, synced R4 and I think it's Ferris for your pain or something like that. But for a four point three gun couch, it's not a bad look because you can also have a utility of coordinating. When uh, with all the T70s going up to five, looking at the couch and Kaz as two four point kind of three three gun ships, not bad. And with that four point couch, uh, Pamich, you can actually like have multiple. You, you could stop multiple times because it's right. just it's just red maneuvers doesn't say you know advanced or anything like that. So you can actually like hold an objective point if you really need be with it. Because you can run those two four-pointers with Commander Poe and two Y-Wings, so you still get five ships. Um, I've been running uh, Boosty Temin, uh, Nia, or uh, Elo, which is my favorite ship, and uh, Kaz with two Y-Wings, and I find it can do pretty well because it's just enough, enough beef and enough ships. 
Let's say resistance has a crew that lets you uh, perform actions while uh, stressed, right? Lama Dasi. It lets you take the uh, reinforced coordinate and jam actions even oh, while stressed. Marma. Which... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's specific certain actions, but yeah, you can still do those. So if you're like multi stressing with Pamic, is that you say her name? I have no clue, man. It's Star Wars names. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's stuff there. I agree that. Other factions kind of do things better, and some things might be a little too cheap, like Luke. But I still think there's things there that people just aren't putting in time and effort to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, like immediately after the UK, all we heard was the meta solved. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't think the meta's even close to being solved right now. Something tells me. <laughs> I can just bring Vader in four ties or five ties or whatever. That's my meta right here. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, the resistance is last represented. Like the list that he brought, the one that made 12 before he dropped was like uh, Commander Poe, Zori, Kaz, and Kova, which are all very solid pieces, and you can alpha strike with it. With uh, Poe and Kova. And and Poe had Swarm Tactics too. So you would Swarm Tactics Zori off to shoot the plasma and then follow up with the Proton with Poe. Which, which is real cool. There's a guy from the Sith Takers that's running Trigger Happy Poe with four Y-Wings. And he's been doing really well with that. I think he's top eight or something in Kyber. And he just jams those Y-Wings in there, and they just start doing crazy stuff. He's found some good success with that. Is that the list that was on the uh, Hexile the, uh, this week? Yep. Oh, yeah. The, that was an amazing joust. He had, like, some really good range control on there, so he didn't get Alpha range 3, then had some blocks, and then just bombed through Rebel Alpha to Oblivion. Yeah. He had bombs that were hitting every single Rebel ship, I think, or something crazy like that, and... It was cool. That's Rich Polly, I think, right? Isn't that who it was? I'm pretty sure. Uh, unfortunately, that looks about right. Rich P, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I think there is some stuff there for what you can do with those Y-Wings for three points. You know, I, I do think they need to get some A-Wings like Merle down to three, but take away his loadout and give you some options. But I think four-point A-Wings is a little bit pricey to me. That is fair. It's just one eyeball double blank result can kill an A-Wing. Yep. <laughs> so many times it's happened. <laughs> so the um, the winner, uh, Christopher Patrick, he had the wrong Kylo, Malaris, Scorch, Dread, and Grudge. What do you think of this one, Cody? I mean, so the TIE Bombers are still really good and they are by far the best chaff carrier in the game. Like the heat map on those is insane. And then nobody knows how to fly against bombs. <laughs> People are really, really bad against bombs consistently still. <laughs> so, but he also, he's been flying FO for so long. He knows how to position where to be. Like he's a really good player, especially when it comes to FO. So, 
Yeah, has anybody been like flying the whispers basically since they came out? Something like that, yeah. It's a decent medical. Obviously, uh, Ty Swarms like to bunch up, but some reason Rebel Alpha likes to bunch up, even though they don't have to. And then the Bombers just chop the chaff, get jam any uh, major threats, and then they get into bombing range, blocking range, and bombing range, and just a nice, well-rounded list. Like you're gonna see Malice in just about every FO list. I think she was the highest ship taken by the First Order. Yeah. What do you guys think of of uh, Magpulse on Malaris? I've been playing around with the idea of that, of having a ship that can neuter something pretty early on and then let the rest of the list, you know, do the work, the heavy lifting. So I've been curious about that. You know, surprisingly, I was a huge fan of Magpulse on my plow. I never thought about putting Magpulse on Malice. Do you think that'd be... I mean, there's a lot of other fives out there, right? Malice is pretty high. Do you think that'd be worth it over something a little bit more potent? I think I would. If I was going to bring Magpulse on the FO list, I'd still bring Bonreg. I'd put it on him. Just being, mm-hmm. But just being able to shoot it at I-6 is really nice. And if you have Kylo in your list... Whisper Kylo, he's doing a lot of jamming of ordnance or making Vader sad, Defender Vader sad, not being able to have his evades. True, but like the crit's really handy in salvage, although nobody's picking up salvage right now. <laughs> you can do both, have Bonreg and Malaris both have. If you, I mean, if you're flying FO, you probably have Malaris in it already. Just have Bonreg and Malaris have Magpulse. But no damage output. <laughs> I've been looking at like I-4s and I-5s, so like FO, like uh, the little TIE fighters and uh, SFs tend to get burnt down pretty quickly, but they're really good value right now. And I found that Phasma is really good for kind of spreading the damage around, but also having a Magpulse to kind of mitigate a little bit coming in could be kind of interesting for like that I-4 FO's got a lot of I-4 ships that are really, really nice. And if you could launch a Magpulse to kind of neuter something, even if it's your target, just thought it'd be just a different way to go to see if there was something there. I definitely like the idea of it. It's definitely what's checking out. Like, especially if you have a five-ship list, you have other damage outputs. Yeah, I actually sort of like the idea. Especially if Rebel Alpha's everywhere. You, you shoot it, like let's say Von Reg shoots a Magpulse at Luke. You're probably going to be focused target lock. You're almost guaranteed to hit it. You're going to take away Luke's target lock and give him a deplete, which is going to help mm-hmm. out one of your buddies or yourself. Yeah. Or you can get the dream. Like if you're going against Rebel Alpha, Von Reg can Magpulse uh, Wedge, and <laughs> then Malice uh, Magpulse's Luke. Boom. <laughs> that Alpha just got neutered. Yep. Except for the only problem is that typically they'll still have Fen, so you have to really rely on just being lucky to hit one of the Mac pulses. Sadly. True. Fen just doesn't let you modify your um, uh, focus results, right? Or you can't no, modify no, it. No, you can't modify it with tokens at all. But you can modify it with charges, which forces, which is kind of funny and weird. Or Malice ability. Just matchup dodge Fen route easy. There you go. 
outplayed. Now, there's like a bunch of just other random things that like get around Fenrau's ability, but that's not typically something you could do off like an alpha like that. Unless you're the Jedi, but also you shouldn't be jousting that list if you have a Jedi. So the next uh, runner-up, uh, Felipe. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even going to bother with that last name. He had also an FO list, but it's a four-ship FO list. He had a uh, Von Reg, Breach, uh, also Whisper Kylo, and also Malaris. But he had Prockets on Vibrag, so I immediately respect him because I love my Prockets. <laughs> Matt, what do you think about this list? Out of the two lists, this one's definitely more my speed. But I I like it a lot. Prockets Von Reg, you know, he's I6. It's when you fire that Procket, it's probably gonna be double modded at I6. Breach with range two to one range of I'm gonna I'm gonna either fire four dice at you at range two to three, or oh hello, you're at range one. Here's five dice probably double modded too and i know i know silencer kylo is better but in this <laughs> list what he's trying to do whisper kylo is the only one that fits and they had to play they had to play a bunch of games to get here so they obviously did something right with whisper mm-hmm. kylo and whisper kylo is you know really good at just making people who like defender vader oh what if i jammed you before you moved and oh damn now you don't have your evade token that sucks and then Malaris, you know, we, we just talked about how good she is. She's good value for three points. So in my experience, Breach is actually always single-modded. You don't really have feedback peeing. Like, if you have fanatical, it doesn't work for munitions. So it's very variance. High in variance, because you are only single-modded with the target lock. It's an interesting choice that he chose to do proxy mines over, like, electro-chaff missiles, too. Because you'd think that would give them a pretty good approach for like the advanced proton torpedoes. But also, people are really bad with mines. So that could just be outright winning games there. Yeah, I think it can go either way. I think if you, if you, if you wanted to build it with the chaff missiles, then, I mean, it's it kind of like a flavor to taste. You think he's taking Breach and just kind of jamming them in to the middle just to you know, be a nuisance so the other ships can kind of do their thing. Looking at it, that's probably a likely scenario. That's and then if you leave Breach alone, well cool, I have a four die gun behind you now. Or a five die gun. Yeah, Breach is definitely the, out of the four, he's definitely the easiest one to pin down and kill. Yeah, I mean he's not gonna joust with Von Rag or Kylo, right? So it's like he probably shouldn't. just Breach and Malaris. I've seen games before. <laughs> I mean, also, it is worth noting that he's got three fives and a six in there, so it is a real high initiative. Yep. Uh, would you, Cody, would you rather have like this four ship kind of FO list or like the five ship FO list? Well, I did run triple silences in Malaris, so I'd have to go with the four ship list. I can respect that, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. The more I run four ship lists, the more I don't like them, unless it's like scum or something. I think the I think this four ship list is more accessible to a lot more players. 
than the five ship list. That five ship list is that is not a list that you're just going to be able to pick up and do really well with this, because if you don't fly those bombers, right, it's just, it's just going to go all downhill for you. Cause those electro chaff missiles are just, they're nasty. And like we said, nobody's really good at flying bombs. What if I could boost and then three bank something at you or four straight something at you? It's like, people don't really play around it. They don't know how to, they still don't know how to play around chaff missiles. So just it's pretty hard to play around like a yeah. pretty maneuver boost four straight three yeah. bank kind of thing though <laughs> you just have to not be pointed directly at them uh, or next to them just to be in front of them just general their general area just kind of don't be around there yeah so don't want to be behind them i played a game yesterday where i literally used the board edge thinking he can't three bank it because it would go off the board i had to use the idea that it was wider it was so wide and look at it and say, there's no way it could go here so I can be here. And that was a weird feeling to think about using the width of it as a, a sense, as a, as a key. <laughs> That's actually a really good call. Like if it's off the board, then you can't do anything with it. That's uh That'd be really such a pain to do, though, because then you're <laughs> trapped on the board edge, and then I, I hate being around the board edge. Unless I'm Bosk. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, when I in one of my games against the Droid Swarms, because they fed me all the Droid Swarms, <laughs> I uh, ran Kylo along the board edge, and he sort of took the bait, and he fired a Discord at my Kylo that my barrel almost like it was pixel perfect on the ed board edge. So I barely avoided the discord that was also pixel pixel perfect. <laughs> it's like planned 100% planned. Now do that in real life, Cody. Cause you're just going to get hit by that in real life. <laughs> so yeah, that was a definitely an interesting top two first order, like showing up hard, so the next one in the top four, we had uh, Jeff Moore. He's the number one overall in Swiss. He had Defender Vader. And Valen Rudor, Wampa, two ISB Jingoists, and Aiden. Because you can now do Defender Vader and five TIE Fighters that are named. <laughs> yep. He did have Cluster Missiles Malice Vader, though. So that was kind of interesting. I mean, if you're worried about a swarm, I guess I sort of get it. You have a bunch of mods on both attacks. If you do a uh, panicked or any pilot crit, you have the opportunity to get your force back twice. But I'm sure this thing just chews through, like, droid swarms. But also, I feel like it would do that regardless if it had cluster missiles or not. Yeah. But I guess if you can pop another droid... I was going to say the big issue is actually going to be like a TIE Swarm, like the full seven-ship TIE Swarm, mm -hmm. because you're doing one, maybe two damage to a TIE Fighter around, even with Defender Vader. So, and then that one time you do three damage, that was the item. Was it on stream that Vader killed four droids in two turns? Because I know I heard about that with clusters, so he... I'm pop not sure two. if it was on stream, but I did hear about that as well. And then pop two more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. 
feels bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess that justifies bringing the cluster missiles off right there. Man, I just, if that was me, I would just be so on tilt. If I lost four droids (laughs) in two turns, I would probably not be able to finish the game. Be like, good job. You won. Like, I'm just going to go home. Yeah. I I don't know how you continue after that. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, to be fair, the game is probably already over because you, you lost any way of killing Defender Vader at that point. Yeah. But I mean, if you brought eight, eight, if you brought eight vultures, that's half your list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two shots. That's crazy. In addition to the other five ships shooting you. Yeah, Vader's a monster. He does have disciplined on Wampa, which I always find kind of weird. I always prefer elusive. Same. But hey, I'm I mean, not going to argue with someone who's first in Swiss. Yeah, that was congratulations. <laughs> was it Dead Man Jingoist? It was not. It was contraband, which also I don't like. <laughs> I like having the ISB Jingoist just like at range one, getting their ability. Please shoot me. I don't care. I'm just going to kill more things. Yeah. And you know what really doesn't like uh, Dead Man Switch? Tie Swarms. Like, hey, my entire swarm just took one damage. They all have two health now. Yep. Did he fly them all the TIE fighters together? Because I could see where if you flew them as like a mini swarm, you wouldn't want dead man's though, just because you are going to be hurting yourself. This is true. Yeah, just throw them in the back. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I would assume they were in a block. So I just, I, I get real aggressive with them. That's just me. He also had precision ion engines on Iden. I mean, he had ion cannon because that's what you bring with her. But the precision ions over something, again, like elusive, uh, was kind of it's an interesting call. But, you know, it works. I mean, so he's can't got, argue with that. He said contraband on the ISB, and then Aiden's got the, the precision. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's doing a lot of flipping. Yeah. And kind of thinking about that time on target. So not only does does Vader have a lot of time on target, obviously, you've got TIE fighters that are also able to get a lot of options when they do flip. So I wonder if he's valuing that time on target over just being defensive and just keeping the pressure on all the time with those guys. So, But if you're K-turning, you still don't have elusive on Wamba, damn it. I don't know. I just, I love Wampa so much. I want to keep him alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like the, the time on target, you know, I didn't get some weird places with those sloops. Not just that, but yeah, they probably had the TIE fighters all in one block and Vader on the other side of the board, just sort of flanking is like, choose wrong, no matter what you choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next top four. Separatist faction, just nothing but bad guys. Uh, Sasha Wagner had uh, outmaneuvered Grievous. Uh, this really cool Django, uh, Cad Bane, and DFS 081. So that is the uh, crit to hit droid. Yeah. And this was who I was actually rooting for, if only because it was my only loss in Swiss. Actually, just in general in GSP, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Grievous, I still think, is one of the best five-point ships in the game, especially without Maneuver. But, you know, Django with Notorious, uh, Dooku, Proxy Mines, False Transponder Codes, and Boba Fett. 
things. So I guess really solid build up. I guess it's weird for me to have like notorious and not have something that can shoot back like a Zam. Uh, but you know, if, if you are taking shots at Django, you do have what two two other I fours and an I three to shoot back at him. So I think it makes people think about: Do I want really want to shoot Django? Because obviously, he's the one you'd want to take in the end, right? And so, if you're just making it that much more difficult of a choice, knowing that they're going to get smashed by the 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 I fours, I think it's fantastic. So. I love this list. That's one of my favorites that's come out of most recent stuff. Agreed. And not just that, but it also, like, yeah, sure, I might not shoot again this round, and my I-4s might not shoot at you, but that makes you sort of have to do a blue maneuver or keep the strain. All you have to do is remember that Hound actually has an ability, and you can just pull (laughs) off the strain. (laughs) (laughs) But the the Cad Bane is pretty cool. I like the combo ion cannon, heavy laser cannon. Especially because they have the Kimagila's ability to make them so they can't use green tokens in Bullseye. So you're just shooting them with a four die cannon. Yeah, fucking die HLC uh, where you can't spin a focus seems really scary no matter who you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just like ionizing a ship. Like, Range three or something. There you, you go. Bullseye something and use the ion cannon anyways if it's like critical to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've bullseyed so many things with like Tarani and her ability to just have that just shuts people down so hard. But now it's even easier because it's a small base ship with actual repositions, <laughs> not just a medium base ship. And having the droid to just be able to go do an objective if you need to, like you're not losing anything with that. So send it off if you can. And if it gets two points worth of objectives, it's scored itself and you're totally fine, right? Like sometimes having four, we talked about that uh, FO list. None of those ships do you want to commit to doing an objective. But Mm -hmm. in this case, the droid, if you took that out of the equation, you're not down anything really. And so yeah. if it's scoring objective points while those other three are pounding on on whatever they're going after, that's totally fine. It's scoring more than it's worth probably by the time the game's done. Not just that, but also, like, you're going to have to get out of position just to do something about this if you're right. the opposing player. So you're taking a ship out of the fight to deal with a two-ship, a two-point ship that's just over here collecting points. And Discord missiles, which are just... Really annoying, and the, and a pain. Yep, and when your lad's carrying the salvage because you have nothing else on your list to carry the salvage, it just ruins that. <laughs> <laughs> and nowadays, this cause are basically a weapons disabled, uh, yeah. just because they just die if you shoot at them. Look at them. See, you say that, but I spent three shots before I was able to take down a Discord missile. <laughs> you should use more attack die. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently Seventh my Jedi weren't enough. You were there at the store when I was doing it. I couldn't kill the Discord missiles on my Jedi. <laughs> can you uh, actually sound fleet it? Hmm? You can some fleet it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you seventh fleet the shot into a Discord? <laughs> I don't think 
<laughs> I don't think that one had the seventh fleet on there, but I've done it before when they had three agility, and that was actually useful. Okay, I was about to say. I would. Okay, listen. I shot. I shot barrage rockets at it. It was. It was rough. Okay. You can't seven fleet uh, commandos, can you? Does it say specifically ships? Uh, let me give you one sec. I um, believe you can't, but I can be wrong. That would be awesome. <laughs> it says if the defender is in your firing arc. Cool. So I think you can. It does say the attacker too, which is great. That is considered awesome. primary attack though, because aren't the uh, they don't have that symbol for the primary attack, right? They have like the missile one. They do have a missile one. So hmm. probably not. But not those damn playtesters trying to do it. I mean, if you did. No one would question it, though, because they're going to be like, wow, you're just bringing like Night Owl Commandos. Okay, sure. So I don't know. I don't know if it's considered a primary attack, but it's a cool list. I uh, I wonder how much use he got out of Boba Fett, but even then, it's still only a 2.0 upgrade. So mm-hmm. next up is uh, Richard Hutton. He did uh, Howl Runner. It's a die swarm. How runner with the crack shot swarm tactics. Iden crack shot disciplined. Gideon with crack shot disciplined. Mauler with crack shot. Scourge with crack shot. And he also had Wampa and an ISB. That's a lot of a lot of crack shots. A lot of I fives. A lot of Iden. tie fighters with abilities. Yeah, Iden doesn't have the cannon though, so that's kind of interesting. What did Iden have? A crack shot disciplined precision ion engines. So they went for making sure shots go through, then having a consistent three die, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it worked, right? Hey, yeah. He was like third in Swiss. What are you going to? I wonder if that's for things like Defender Vader and stuff where you're like, I need to punch these two. You know, if I've got a shot, if I happen to make it, it's I need to punch this through. Like I having that crack shot means you're um, – you know, you're just neutering the dice uh, as best you can. So, it also it also would make Defender Vader like let's say Vader just rolled two evades and against two hits, like it forces Vader to consider spending the evade token to make it three, so the crack shot doesn't go through, and then follow up with everybody else's attack. Mm-hmm. Not just that, but Howler only walks on primary, so right. doesn't walk on the iron True. cannon. But man, Scourge or like Mauler with the four dice range ones with crack shot is also really, really not fun. No, they're really nasty. I don't want to see that at all if I'm playing a Jedi. <laughs> I don't want to see that at all if I'm playing even like an A wing or a Y wing. Four die is really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down. I think nobody wants to see four die attacks against them. <laughs> yeah. I, if I'm like Rack or whatever, or Ray or something, sure, easy, fine. I have plenty of health or whatever. <laughs> Double reinforce that. Yeah, there you go. That's what you need. Double reinforce, spend the crack shot to do the one damage you're going to do anyways. Perfect. <laughs> so the, uh, the next list, uh, I believe George uh, Casaneda. I don't. I, they did a 
they did it, Matt. They got Han Solo, scum Han Solo, into the top cut. They sure did. I don't know if that's the biggest surprise or if Kath is the biggest surprise. <laughs> this list is crazy. So it is Han Solo, it is Iman, and it's Kath. And Kath's ability just literally nothing because none of them are limited or uh, non-limited. It's just the fire spray platform. It, they literally went the I-4 Kath over, say, Crassus or Kashka. Mm-hmm. Who are I three, right? I they just uh, I don't know, just to make it even with Iman, I guess. But but they did it. <laughs> they to Kath the top eight. <laughs> Kath and Han Solo and top eight, and it's the same list. <laughs> like I can see Iman, right? Like you know, bombs are cool, chaff missiles are cool. I mean, he's got chaff on both of them, which is, I assume, why he also brought them, besides being really solid platforms. Yeah. And, like, blazer bombs are super cool. No one plays with them for some reason, but they're cool. Yeah, you don't see them out very often, so I'm sure that's a, that works in his favor. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, it has a stipulation that they can't be reloaded. You can actually just reload a blazer bomb. But, man, Han Solo, trick shot, maul, agile gunner, engine... Sure, makes sense. Cascarlet with elusive electro Ahsoka, Marauder, Veteran Tail. You know, Force is really good. Iman has the child as well. Uh, it is worth noting that if you shoot electro chaff, you might stress people, which works really well with the Lando title. So I'm assuming he got a fair amount of, you know, that that uh, something out of that. I'm sure. <laughs> He was on stream during the cut. I think he was the first stream game or second. He went against the TIE Swarm. Yes. Oh. And he won. <laughs> so he went against a TIE Swarm, sorry. Those two of them in the cut. Yeah, I mean... It, you know, Cody, you mentioned the other uh, fire sprays. Nothing against this, because I think it's fantastic. But it'd be interesting to see, like, Kashka with zero 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 with as opposed to one of the other fire sprays because then you've got two ships that are really capitalizing on the stress uh that'd be fun to try sometime i I think there's some some creativity here that's really cool and and uh it's neat oh agreed and i like the fire sprays are always going to be a really good platform just because of the stat line but you start getting in like kashka's re-roll off of uh enemy ships having a stress and like there's a lot of synergy with Lando's uh, title. Yeah. Yeah, I had to play against uh, Akashka. And that was just kind of a pain, just in general, because I'm like, well, I could sloop and get behind it or flank it on the side, and then now I'm just going to get a reroll. And they, they have it for defense. Like, they don't have to be in, like, they might not even be shooting me. But they still get a defensive reroll, and that's a pain to get get through on a fire spray. They have too much health to, you know. Yeah, you can do uh, also do Ahsoka, I think Veteran Tailgunner and Marauder on Kashka all fits, which is yeah, I think that's good actually the one that I played. Yeah, I mean Ahsoka's nine points for a force, and that's super good. I guess it can give you 
double double mods for something if you wanted to. Is that the, the ability, second, but second cheapest uh, force carrier now behind Seventh Sister and the and child the child <laughs> child? Yeah, sure. I think Ahsoka's the same points as the Seventh Sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know she she's good. She can be. I mean, she's also a fourth point. Like it. It's a solid list. Congratulations on proving us wrong and getting Han Solo into the cut. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> so, um, also top eight, Steve uh, Catillo. He had a uh, Rexler X1 Vader, two ISB Jingoists, and Wampa. Gross. Yeah, I know, uh, Matt. You've uh, you've flown Rexler. This one has Diamond Bore on missiles as well. So, yeah. What do you think about that? I, I like it. I mean, Diamond Boron Missile is it's the the three three charge. Now Rexler can take it now because he has a double missile slot. But oh, it's why? just really nice, especially with tie swarms out there. Like you fire one at a tie swarm. If you hit one, then it's like okay, all your buddies are gonna have to roll for damage, including yourself. It, it's it's pretty nice. And you still have Vader out there. I mean, it's X one who still hits super hard. I yep. mean, it's elusive hate banner analyzer afterburners, so you can still do something like they have that, that three talon, right? Mm-hmm. So you three talon afterburner boost pattern analyze an action, use spend the force for another action, do whatever you want, and then yep. you get the stress. <laughs> yep, and you've just you probably recharged your elusive charge as well after yeah. that. And yeah, I I was looking at flying something like this too when I when we went to Ohio, I was thinking of flying this, but I went with Defender Vader. But man, and then you know the Jingoists are annoying, and then Wampa is just Wampa. Yeah, one of the Jingoists actually has stealth device or cloaking device too. Yep. So that can be your objective carrier, or well, exactly objective scorer. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't really you can't do salvage because you're forced to decloak. But yeah, it's uh, that's that's a cool list. Really, really sucks if Vader shoots at you first and then uh, Rexler jukes you with a diamond yep. boron missile and then hits everyone around it or even gets shot. And you can still flip it off with Rexler, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you do stuff. So it's kind of devastating. Yep. And I mean, the, the ISB Jingo is just being cloaked and just in range one of somebody like, okay, you can shoot me, but I'm rolling five dice. Also, here's and a strain for that Wampa. Yep. Here's a strain for Wampa or my <laughs> other ISP Jinkoist. Terrifying. And the last one from the top eight is Octor Khan. He had a, uh, a Rebel Alpha list. He had Wedge with Elusive Marksmanship Proton Torpedoes R3. But he had the Shattering Shot Trick Shot Proton Torpedo R3 Luke. And uh, Colby with Notorious all four false transponders and Fenral with the child in R4. I think we talked about this list uh, mm-hmm. last episode. I mean, pretty solid list. Like Notorious on Colby's nasty. If you decide to shoot at her instead of shooting at any of the other guys, it's like, cool, here's a strain. Have fun. Yeah, Cody, what do you think about that shattering shot trick shot combo? I, I'd rather be more defensive because X-Wings die if they're shot. But I guess if you're killing them before, it's also a really good way to uh, not get shot and take damage. 
Um, I just don't think it's as reliable as it. Sh- I guess it just depends, uh, but I don't think it would be reliable enough to get the. Um, uh, the trick off. Yeah, I mean you've flown like a fair amount of blackout, right? Like that's kind of roughly trying to do the same thing. Only blackout's more maneuverable, and I still would maybe proc it once every game, maybe. Yeah, I'd, I'd personally have heightened perception on there instead of shattering shot. It's way more guaranteed to fire to get off shooting a proton torpedo. Initiative seven's really good. I get it though. Six die yeah. pro twops, scary. I I personally would would think this would be a great place for the restricted list that they've talked about. I think shattering shot and trick shot should be restricted to one or the other and not both, because I don't think it was intended to be used together. And now that we've got talent with force, um, even though it's tough to pull off, I think it's a I think it's pushing things too far into that extreme personally. Uh, and I'd love to see that. I'd, I like that talents are on force users, but I feel like this is a little bit crazy. Yeah. It definitely feels bad when it happens to you with the six die proton torpedo. Yeah. Just bring really tiny rocks. There you go. Give them all the, the, the room to maneuver everything, but you know, the I think the got, child is a good call on Fen, though. That's a pretty interesting use, uh, just to make sure he's got mods while he's coordinating. Yep, and if you're really worried about that target lock, you just use Fenral's ability. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have a target lock, and? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very strong, very, like, hard-punching uh, Rebel Alpha Strike. It is kind of interesting that he went with elusive marksmanship on Wedge instead of, like, another trick shot. I mean, bring R3 down to, like, an R4 or whatever. But I, I've seen other lists that have running trick shot on Wedge and also trick shot on Luke Yeah, for even more dice. I mean, so that's probably because, like I was saying, the first target in this list is generally has to be Wedge. Mm-hmm. Because Wedge just does more damage as I six and all that stuff. So trying to keep him alive longer is usually a good call. Yeah. No, I think, I think everybody in the, everybody who plays X-Wing just hates wedge and he's just like, <laughs> I got to kill wedge. As soon as I see wedge in the table, I'm like, that's the first guy I have to kill. And just anything to make him more tanky is, is better for wedge. Mm-hmm. Corey, do you guys have that, uh, wedge taunts as well? Like the Timo effect? Like, I no. see Wedge, I have to kill Wedge. We actually don't have many people that fly Wedge. Oh, you're so lucky. On our side. Man, so we should come over there more often. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring Wedge. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, Cody's like whole X-Wing arc nemesis for the entirety of him playing the game is Wedge. And now they have two. Yeah. I have something A-wing. like a 20% win rate against X-Wing Wedge or something silly. A-Wing Wedge is way more wholesome. I love A-Wing Wedge, man. I flew that yesterday with Predator and Shield. That is such an awesome little ship. He's only, four, he's only four points, too. Yeah, four points with a steal. five health wedge because you have the shield upgrade on it. It's a pain. So, Cody, you'd appreciate this. I, I took Fen Rao in a Fang over Wedge and Luke yesterday. <laughs> what, what does he do in a Fang? Does he, like, remove stress? 
Yeah, it was it was just the i6. I love the I love silencers. So it was the closest I could get to flying a silencer, not an FO. So fair. Uh, that's why I love Wedge. Wedge is my like my buddy in uh, when I play Rebelist because he sort of reminds me of a silencer. It's not quite there, but oh, how do you do? I like normal people. Good. I I was. Uh... <laughs> I mentioned this earlier before the cast, but it was uh, Fen with uh, two U-Wings and Wedgelet in the A-Wing. Um, and I had Debris, Gambit, Predator, and Shield on Fen. Um, and it was really, really fun list. I will definitely be flying it again. I know. I, I saw you start that list. I'm like, okay, I, mean, I always bet on people from Michigan and on Hexile. Like, it doesn't matter what they're flying. I'll always bet for fellow Michiganders. So I'm like, all right, I'll bet for Cody. Corey and I'll I had to go do something and I come back like 25 minutes later I'm like oh Zam's dead I guess I uh, I guess my bets already paid itself off <laughs> U-Wings versus Electro Chaff win <laughs> yeah we actually we'll talk about that a little bit later on when we talk about Rebel Alpha and ways to get around that so hold on to that thought so uh, do you know what else also made top 16 Django Zam oh, and a bomber. Because <laughs> it never so, ends. I like, in my head, I'm envisioning that this player is flying Django Zam and he's just flying the Separatist bomber off the board the first round of combat. <laughs> Might as well. And then he's just, he's just, just like old times. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan Williams, he had uh, Django with Notorious. Palpatine, proton bombs, contraband, delayed fuses, and veteran tail. He had Zam with treacherous, Dooku, seismics, dead man, and fuses. And then the bomber had electro chaff on it. Well, if it had electro chaff, he probably wasn't flying it off the board then. You just need a docking ability so you can dock the bomber on one of the fire sprays. <laughs> <laughs> just use those landing struts, all right? I think exactly. they can, like, strut onto it. <laughs> well, you know. Juku on Django is nasty. Yeah, Juku on Django. Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine on Django is real, real annoying. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, you can still do it. And if you're really good at it, I guess you could make top cut at an 80-person event. Guys, I never, I mean, top 16 was just barely missed the cut, but I never want to see a fire spray again. <laughs> but there's so many now. They're everywhere. They carried Han Solo to a top cut in Scum. They just need to give it the rotating turret like a Resistance A-Wing, and it would completely make it a uh, not-over-the-top ship again. Or they can give it the rotating turret like the SF and say, we're never doing anyway. Or just that rear die is a two-die gun. That would also be a lot more wholesome. Yeah. The no choice, always be able to shoot front back is just, it's not good for the game. It's like, nope, I'm just going to, I'm just going to run away and still have shots on you. I want to get re-rolls with Marauder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I did want to point out that Django Zam uh, plus an electro chaff cloud made top 16. Back, It's back, baby. There's actually a really interesting list at uh, 18 
by Mike Thompson. He had Leia, Luke, and Jan. Shout out to Maui. List, that is. Shout out to Maui. Yeah. Shout out to Maui. Yep. Congratulations, Maui. He had Shattering Shot, Piston, Perceptive, Jin Erso on Leia. He had Elusive, Protorp, Shield Upgrade on Luke. And then he had Jan with Nine Nub, Bomblet, and Engine. I, you know, congrats. That's that's ballsy, <laughs> and it worked. Well, he's been flying like archetypes of, of this list for a while now, and yeah, I think Jan just puts it over the top. Plus, he can still get that shattering shot off with Leia and mm-hmm. Janet. You know. Yep. So, congrats! Like that's crazy. <laughs> top eighteen, very well. Eighteenth place, but One really high uh, MOV. And the last one I just want to highlight was the the uh, top Republic list over there in 21st. 20 spots better than all the other Republic lists. It had uh, Anakin with the Y-Wing, with the Ion Cannon turret, Proton Torpedoes, Cody, and R4P. You called? Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Um, Oddball, the Y-Wing one, with dedicated dorsal Proton Torpedoes. Plocoon with R2-D2. And then Hound with Yoda, 7th Fleet Gunner, and Agile Gunner. You know, when they, sure, I'm sure when they first envisioned the Republic faction, it was nothing but a Latin, two Y-Wings, and a Jedi. I'm sure that's what they were trying to go for. <laughs> Just like the movies. I mean, it's solid. I do like Cody on Anakin. But well, man... Just, it's sad. I don't want to fly Y-Wing Anakin. He's six points. I mean, you could fly, for one point more, you get 7B Anakin. Mm-hmm. Or you get CLT yeah. Anakin at six points. And I think Ada Anakin is also six points. He is, yes. Yep. But uh, they don't have torpedoes. proton torpedoes. Okay. I mean, I guess Cody helps too, but like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I would just take Ada Anakin most, not not even, I'm sure, I'm sure Y-Wing Anakin is good. I mean, he's done well, but Ada Anakin's also just more fun to fly. You can almost rebel, like uh, you can almost alpha strike with this list because you have Plo Koon who can pass the focus off to Oddball. So you can still do like double... Double modded Protorps off rip. Well, you have Yoda to coordinate as well. Yep. Well, you also have Plo that can do seven fleets. So you've got the two Protorps plus if you want to shove Plo in there, he can get seven fleet. So you've got two I-5s and an I-6 all throwing four dice. And you keep the target lock because you have Hound. Right. Yep. It's just real sad to me when I'm playing Republic and I have to fly two Y-Wings. No one's making you fly two Y-Wings. I'm only flying one because I only own one, like almost everyone else in the rest of the world. Because no one bought two Republic Y-Wings. Well, it was just the broadside expansion for the longest time. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. At Crossroads, I did go against the 5Y, 4Y guy. Was it Republic-wise? Yeah. Yes. That was the guy who came in uh, second. I well, lost to him. Yeah, he killed uh, 
ZZ with when I thought I was out of range, I blanked out with ZZ and he hit me with a proton torp. I had a focus and just one shot and that was the end of the game. That's why you always bring heroic. You made a game out of it still. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah, it's just um, it's interesting when everyone was like super on board with Republic until they bounced the game and now everyone. Now, now Contrail and Barris aren't five points together, so I don't want to play this faction anymore. <laughs> we need, I'm just going to say it, we need uh, a arc that's four points with no loadout. What's the... Um, yeah. What's the arc that uh, if you're in the side, you get a he gets a target lock? I believe that's Jag. 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 Take Jag, no points, four points. Just give him something that has a three-die gun that's not ridiculous. Or at least at least give him enough loadout so he can take dedicated. Sure. I'd be fine with that. One or two points. The arcs aren't going to get used where they're at. It's just too five, much. Five points is just expensive. You're competing against... CLT Jedi, like Ida's, you're competing against the actual good ships in Republic. You're competing against lats. I'd take double lats over that. Like, you put barrage rockets on Hound and Hawk. Uh, I've actually played that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, the problem with Republic is that they don't really have three guy, three die guns. Other right. than the arc. You got stub. Yep. And uh, killer. No, I'm just waiting for AMG to just be like, oh, you want a four-point lat? Here, we'll just make an oddball. So then you can't be a useful oddball in the rest of your list. <laughs> I still take it, though. I was going to say, you said useful oddball. He's an I-5 and capable of taking proton torpedoes across every platform that he's in. But you want to know one of my favorite stats about this GSP, though? Hmm. I just noticed you had this notes. In resistance, one person was top twelve. Yep. The other, the other two the was seventy four and seventy nine. Oh, yeah, they were in the that. bottom like six people. It's brutal. Yeah. Resistance still, on life support. Still made uh, top in faction though. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was seventy fourth out of eighty first, but first in faction. Yeah, it's um role looks kind of weird right now. They're in a they're in an awkward spot. Sucks that all their good ships have four, so they have to cost a lot of money. Or a lot of points. I mean it is Republic, the just natural dice mods. But same with resistance. Legally <laughs> you could do things with that. I mean like you don't have four sand light rerolls, so in resistance. You have Jess who has to actually be near other ships. And Nimi, who just has to have a focus. Right. And Finn, who just has to exist. I know. I'm just, it's just sad. I don't know what they can do to like, the way you make Republic better is by bumping up other ships in different factions. I mean, honestly, I don't think Republic's bad. I think it's just underutilized because they just got nerfed. So nobody wants to play them. Also, it's not the new uh, shiny thing. They lack a lot of, like, hit, though, because, like, the seven Bs are all, like, six and seven points, unless you're Barris. So it's like, what are you going to do against, like, a Vader Defender with a not bullseye CLT Jedi? Block them for your outmaneuver 7B Anakin? 
We'll see what happens when you block them. Vader just does 10 damage to your ship. You know, have you ever thought about not having a hole breach on your lap? Yeah, that usually helps. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> Didn't you flip that off from Rexler too, Matt? Like it wasn't like a crit. It was just you just flipped it off from Rexler. Yeah, Rexler Breath MVP. So that was the uh, that was the GSP event. Uh, Cody, I guess you could probably talk about your your going today. That would make sense. You were there. So I was thirtieth. I only actually played four games. I ended three and one. I bought the uh, Trip Silences plus Malice. Malice with concussion missiles, pretty standard. Uh, my silo had APTs, Extreme Maneuvers, and Sensor Scramblers. In fact, all three of my silences are Sensor Scramblers because not only is it a great medical, it's just for one point, all the options it gives all your ships is amazing. I even whispers can take a look at it, but when they lost the third tech slot, it's sort of hard not to take pattern analyzer with them. Uh, Recoil had just predator sensor scramblers, and then my rush had lone wolf, fanatical, and sensor scramblers. Uh, the lone wolf was just an interesting call. I basically made them a flank slash bait, depending on where they set up, and because rush is. Usually the first ship set up so they can choose to try to joust them, chase them, or let them be. Um, but they also fed me droid swarms the first two games. <laughs> and we got Ryan Sanazuski near us, residential droid player, so a lot of experience against that. And like droids just they can't do much against silences. They're too tanky, like the two die guns sort of just pop off, like maybe plink a damage on the shields, and then I just one shot a droid or two a turn. Um, my so that was the first two games. The third game was against a Rebel Alpha, where I uh, I killboxed a wedge, then immediately afterwards killed a uh, killboxed a Luke, and that was sad days for the uh, Rebel Alpha. He got one torp off. Uh, with Wedge. Otherwise, I sort of range-controlled, did the bait-and-switch relatively well on that. Uh, the, so I was 3-0 and to start, and then I went was trying to go for the uh, 4-0 drop, because I had something <laughs> to do. I wasn't even going to be able to play in cut, even if I made it, but I went against uh, Sasha and the CIS list, and he outflew me. Like There was some poor decision-making on my part, and he got the nice rush on me when I was out of position, and it just all went downhill from there. So overall, I still think the triple silences are a fine medical just in this, as long as you don't run into any kill boxes. Yeah, you just have to be good, you know, that's all. So that's it for the GSP event. Uh, let's just quickly talk. Well, not quickly, I guess. Let's just talk about the Rebel Alpha because we referenced it multiple times and people are freaking out about it. So, you know, the Rebel Alpha, you know, you just get your high initiative ships, typically double mods, especially because it's Rebels. You got proton torpedoes, high, high dice counts. And, you know, they're relatively sturdy and you're able to, like, joust people with them. So typically you've seen a lot of, like, Wedge and Luke with proton torpedoes. Uh, but also using a lot of like 
Fen Rao. He's pretty popular. He's got that I6 coordinate. Uh, Dutch has been showing up in some lists. You know, you have Jake, you have Hera if you need that. You know, Ezra with like K2SO. I've even seen people use Benthic <laughs> just to pass the focus. So it's, it's, it's just hard to, if you don't know what you're doing, hard to have, a, hard to approach them because they're just going to blast one of your ships right off. Yeah, and then, then you have to, then you're fighting in a hole. And <laughs> it's the first round of engagement. It's also worth noting that some people have like Fen Rao and they'll swarm tactics Dutch up to six. So then you just have, you know, two I six proton torpedo shots and then, and then Fen Rao, I guess. And then also Luke with proton torpedo shots. Yep. And that's, so that's rough. And I think the whole point, if you're flying against a Rebel Alpha list, is to try to not lose a ship the first engagement. Whether that means you just actually disengage or don't straight joust the Rebel Alpha cough. Um, it's basically you're just trying to mitigate the damage done against you. But they set up their ships across from mine. How could I not joust them? They're right there. It's sad. Uh, Corey, do you have do you have any experience going against like rebel alpha ship lists? Um, yes, but different uh, different setups. Right now, um, our local group is is not necessarily flying that. Thankfully, but I won't. He doesn't want me to probably say his list, but it's it's uh, it's pretty heavy strike. But they're not using the typical ships. Uh, it does involve a ghost. You know, it's one of those things where it, it is all about just trying not to lose, like like Cody said, lose a ship the first engagement, and then once you get into it, then you can kind of do your magic. But you know, either either flanking or just trying to mitigate how much is coming in with you know false transponder codes and and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of scary because you you just kind of like okay, now I'm playing on my back two feet, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, so. You do see like a pretty clear like uptick and things like that cause jam like electro chaff missiles or even like the the whispers the false transponder codes the magballs missiles you see a lot more of that as a response to this kind of thing. Do you think those would ever like push Rebel Alpha out? If you have enough, I don't think so. But like you know, I don't think you're ever going to get enough. Uh, of that to actually push it out like even if you only have 20 percent of the field having a bunch a way of jamming then that's still 80 percent of the field where you're just uh plus matchup against i i do have to say though i think stuff like and i mentioned it earlier with trick shot and shattering shot i really don't think that the four dice proton torpedoes is necessarily the issue. Like it sounds scary, but there's been times when I'm like, I can take this, I, I can do this. But the chance of the other stuff happening, I feel like pushes, you start to get dice that invariance becomes, even though it's, it's rare, really just pushes that kind of feels bad feeling and pushes those things way over the top to where there's no defense against this. And, you know, I think simple stuff like if those, uh, abilities were primary only. Is that really bad for the game? I don't think so. 
you know, you can choose to shoot your proton torpedoes or you can shoot an obstructed shot with more dice. Because I, I don't really feel like proton torpedoes are the end-all, be-all. Uh, they are tough, but it's not until you start getting up into five, six dice that you are like, it doesn't matter what I do, I'm going to I'm gonna take it. You know, like I'm going to lose a ship here. Yeah, it feels oppressive. It's like, I mean, DBS can shoot six dice at range one, but he also has like a very limited way to do that so it's like if you find yourself range one of the initiative force bomber it's kind of like okay i'm gonna eat this but you know it feels bad when you're like range three obstructed and it's like well here's six dice have fun with no range bonus too yeah yeah with no range bonus but i think there is some pretty good solutions out there like you could pip proton torpedoes you could limit those uh those talents and force things um, I'm not really worried about it. I think if it keeps becoming oppressive, I feel like they've responded pretty well to these kind of situations. And, you know, it's just part of the meta, right? Like we, um, Cody, you wrecked one, right? So, uh, it's, <laughs> it's not like it's unbeatable. Um, yeah. And I'm not worked up about it. I just, it's one of those things that you've got to consider just like defender Vader, right. Right now. And, and say, how am I going to deal with this? Or, or the question is, are you going to deal with it? Right. You could say, I feel like maybe I'm going to hit it once in a tournament, hopefully, and, and play the odds games, uh, of, you know, what else am I going to deal with? How's my list going to do against everything else? So, well, we, we talked in the last cast that one of the big reasons why I brought Magpulse to recess is because I was anticipating at least one Rebel Alpha list. And it's like, okay, if I, I'm Vader, I can Magpulse guarantee that I'm going to hit an X-Wing. Sure. Like, I'm going I'm to get three dice. I'm going to get three hits. They're going to roll two dice. I'll be able to jam their stuff off. And no Rebel Alpha list was there. Yep. <laughs> so I doesn't just, play Rebel Alpha for some reason. <laughs> I do think Magpulse, if you can get it in a list, is is still a great tool, even even without the Alpha Strike. Like it's just one of those things where if you've got, like you said, like uh, Fenral or not Fenral, but uh, Von Reg, you know, or a high initiative ship that can use it for four points. It's such a great tool in the right, you know, in the, in the different situations. So, if we're, if we're talking about Magpulse real quick, Midnight's four points, and she had, she's I-6, and she can take a missile slot as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I had a game against Ali in the Kyber Cup. I played him round one, and I ended up losing by, like, one point. But if I would have had Magpulse on my Vonreg, I probably would have been able to win that game because what ended up happening was Vonreg just ate torp after torp after torp and just died. Mm-hmm. Because he had Hera B Wing and uh, Wedge. So, yeah, like Magpulse probably would have been able to save me the game because then instead of taking a four die shot, he's taking a two die shot. Whatever. Plus, I get the extra agility from range three. And you did a damage. <laughs> and I did a damage. Yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah. I mean, people are, are freaking out over it. I don't. I mean, Fen Rao. And the sheet the peat is a great counter to have people shooting back at you because they can't really mod it. So it's it feels bad that if you're in a position where you just got like torped, and then when you're trying to shoot back, if your ship lift or something, you can't even modify it. I know 
to everyone, everyone was also freaking out about the tie swarm, but you know, Iden's good against rebel alpha as well, because you don't, you don't want to waste a proton torpedo for Iden to just be like, Nope, sorry. Mm-hmm. But you know, tie swarms are also the worst. So, <laughs> but to Cody's point too, uh, Fen Rao is in arc, right? So like if you're flanking, mm-hmm. you, he doesn't get to do his thing. So it, you know, that's why I like having ships that, that have some maneuverability as opposed to just big chunk all the time, uh, just to be able to have that option of coming in from the side. So, I really, really think you need at least one ship that can threaten a flank. It yep. just opens up the game so much. What, you you think that? I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, Cody, I have a TIE Swarm. I don't need a flank. Sure. Sure. So you're seeing a lot of it in in rebels, right? The like alpha, because you know, like the separatists, you're you're not going to run like a double scimitar list. I mean, you can, but that just is not good. Like they don't have a high enough initiative, munition carriers or whatever. So it just uh, not a lot of. No, no other faction can do it as consistent, consistently as the rebels with all the token sharing and everything. The closest you have is the resistance. And that's just because you have Poe and Sori. And I guess Tally, you can shoot the Protorp on, but no. And Ray. <laughs> yeah. Ray is a Protorp every shot. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's not, you, you can sort of do an alpha strike in the Republic if you have a bunch of Saint Council shenanigans and a lat to, to get the rerolls and then pass the lock off. I mean, so if you have my silly 5Z95 plus, <laughs> you could actually put a lat in there with Wolfpack. Somebody uh, suggested that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you have FCS. And concussion missiles, and you have barrage rockets on your lat. That's literally a six double mounted three die shots that deny range bonus, plus you're flipping up damage cards. That can do quite a bit of uh, work itself, too. Wolfpack's a little bit awkward because they still have to be like in your arc, like the lat. And also you take a strain, so it's good on lower initiative things, which isn't really like an alpha strike. I mean, you could also say a tie swarm is sort of an alpha strike because it doesn't have to shoot first as long as it like kills. The goal is to kill a ship the first round, I would say, is an alpha strike. So I guess that's fair. But also then you're missing prockets on boost, and that's one of the most fun things I've done. So I see long. people flying boots without brackets, and I'm just like, what are you doing with your life right now? They're playing an actual good loadout for them is what they're doing. <laughs> but I love Prockets, and I love Boost. And he has eight points, and he can focus. Also, I know how to play the game, so I can pass him a target lock on Sync Console without him having Sync Console. Because it is also zero to one if they don't have it. Yep. And then you do the double-modded target lock proton or uh, proton rocket shot and then you only do no damage <laughs> cody you weren't there in ohio i shot a, a double botted uh proton torpedo and a, and a target lock focus rocket into a fang fighter and did two damage was it because of a direct hit just for the extra uh 
<laughs> no, it was all for the proton torpedo, sadly. <laughs> that was that was a rough game. But yeah, I mean rougher than ours. No, maybe. <laughs> uh you can't can you do like a, a first order alpha strike list, Cody? I feel like you don't want to point your ships that close to them, but is it possible? Um I mean you have trick shot blackout, but it gives you a five die and they just get negative like wedge, basically. If you want to throw concussions or prockets with von uh von Reg and hollow. Uh, then I think you actually have to have a concussion malaris. So I guess it's possible. It's just I don't think it's very good if your trick doesn't get off. I've wondered about the what's the the ability the, is it a tech that lets you um, forgo the target locks? A targeting synchronizer? Yeah. Yep. Um, I've, I've, I know this sounds crazy, but running Kylo silencer with targeting synchronizer with a bunch of like you could put bombers and, and that kind of thing next to them is kind of an interesting way to make sure you get that target lock and, and he's still able to be defensive. So one of my buddies would run uh, targeting synchronizer midnight because you're always just going to have the lock anyways. Sure. And it's a six. Yep. It is really good with like concussion missiles just so you have three, three die guns and you just, even if it's single modded or if you have advanced optics, uh, I've seen that a lot with actually Wilo. So they'd have like blackout with target sync and then Wilo would have the concussion missiles and with the force and advanced optics, you don't need the target lock to get three hits relatively often. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. With first order is uh Lahue's. I know it sounds Kind of weird, but I just realized that with Proud Tradition and Pattern Analyzer, you can one hard to get the double mods, which is kind of bonkers. I had I don't know why I never thought about that, because I, I actually sloop with SFs, which is mm-hmm. I'm kind of a weird person that way. But the idea of, of going strafing someone and then one harding in or three hard, or no, it's one hard, one harding in, and actually getting double mods because I did a one hard is <laughs> bonkers. And you could have barrage rockets on because yeah. uh, you have the double missile. And you could put DT if you want to, if you want to go heavy on the munitions. But he is I-5 and double modded, that's that's a scary, a scary ship right there. I just see him stroking his uh, mustache. <laughs> I mean, you could also always go like the classic, just put thread tracers on someone and try to go from there. Sure. But that's oh, boring and unfun. Also, I don't like to rely on thread tracers. I just, that freaks yeah. me out. It's just, Same. it doesn't go right and you're just done. Yeah. You just go against us uh, like a high, edition, uh, high agility list and like, oh, your thread tracers missed. You well, could, you can put it on midnight. You can target lock them and then shoot the thread tracer. Okay, then you have an unmodded thread tracer. Well, and they're unmodded too. True. <laughs> Unless you spend the lock. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of a it's a weird thing. I wonder about using um, 
something with the commander that lets you coordinate three pucks. Uh, yeah. Is it three ships or two ships? I think it's two additional ships, but I can. Yes. Yeah. So that they could be an be interesting like place type. to go with, uh, with first order too, if you wanted to, to try and push that. They do all have to be the same type of ship though. But they don't have to be unnamed or, or different, the same initiative. Right. So you can, you can coordinate some higher initiative ships that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Knox is like three points, so it might be worth looking into. Although then you have to take it like a side shuttle. Oh man, they took the missile slot away from quick draw. That's rough. Like no more, no more pockets quick draw. <sighs> Oh, I mean, quick draw has everything quick draw wants, though. But what if I want prockets too? <laughs> I want prockets and everything. But it is kind of silly that quick draw is twenty five point loadout for six points. Yeah, it's crazy. But I was so I was uh, messing around. We we're talking about fo mag pulses. If you have midnight with swarm tactics and von rag and Malaris, you can have three ice mag pulses shooting at i six potentially. Three with, damage across with the board, Kylo, baby. With yeah, Kylo as well. You also aren't taking any damage, so it works out. <laughs> Until next round. No, no. You just stack the depletes on one ship. Yep. Wedge, here you go. Just That's remember that Hound has an ability, and you can pull off the depletes as well. <laughs> or, well, one of them. You can't pull off if you already have the token. I know you love Hound. You got to try passive sensors on him. Uh, I like Hound because I can bring Seventh Fleet Gunner and still coordinate with the ship. Just try it without. I I have, and it failed miserably, and I hated it. <laughs> you, you should I had try rockets Hound. on Aladdin. It couldn't even kill a Discord missile. I does have a sensor slot. Nice. I was gonna say every time I point my lat at anybody, it dies. Yeah. So I like the strafing. Also, I really like turning uh, outmaneuver 7B Anakin into a Protorp every round. I'm wedged now. How are you doing that? Dude. Because I have crit droid and 7th uh, Fleet. 7th Fleet only gives you up to four dice. Yeah, Protorp. Oh, Protorp. I thought you meant like Prockets. My bad. Yeah, that's fair. This is, this is varying from there, but I've thought about running Hawk with Trick Shot. Ghost Company, um, and everything, and just strafing around the outside and doing the multi trick shot and perceptive copilot. I think you can do right. <laughs> I love it. So that could be an actually a fun ship. I you need my namesake in there too, though. That's true. If you can, but then you have to bring stuff under initiative four. Cody, we really should make an alt art card with you, like as Commander Cody or something. Poorly photoshopped. I'm down. Wearing like a Vader helmet or something onto the Cody's body. <laughs> Perfect. Or some some picture of you betraying Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, it's just a picture of you stabbing me. <laughs> um. So last thing we want to talk about real quick. Um. You know, the Vader Defender. Right? We already brought it up a little bit, and we spoke about it on the last episode. But it's causing quite quite a uh, 
quite a wave. I was going to say disturbance in the force, and I guess that's more appropriate. Uh, you know, they gave them uh, they gave them juke, and that's causing a lot of problems. Especially, especially when you play like your first couple games with Defender Vader, forgetting that he has juke because you've never had it before on this ship, and it's like, oh shit, I could have. But we don't forget that anymore. Yeah, uh, I've seen Duke. I mean, obviously that's stapled on there. I've seen people run Malice. That's typically their their force upgrade, and then either like an HLC or some sort of missile. I think I would prefer like a Magpulse missile or cluster missiles over like an HLC. But I can see why people like HLCs. It's nice. Like three die guns are really good. At range two to three. And I want to point out, Juke is as much of a defensive upgrade as it is an offensive upgrade. Because if you're I-6, you shoot first, and you're sort of forcing them to spend their uh, focus uh, focuses or force to not take massive amounts of damage. So mm-hmm. now the return shot is unmodded or undermodded. So just what Defender Vader needs. Our local group, we had a big discussion after a a session about this because the thing that gets me is you don't really have to make choices about whether spending or not spending. And I think that's the part to me that feels bad is you you get all this stuff, but you don't – one of the the big things with X-Wing, like yesterday when I played, there was three or four times I spent a focus token on a high initiative shot knowing that I was going to be naked, right? I had nothing, and I had to make that choice of, can I do more damage than I'm going to take? And with Vader, you don't have to do that. You're sitting on the for, on the focus guaranteed for defense with the, the evade, and you just spend your force, force for because you can, right? Like, there's no negative to it. And if you have malice and you do a pilot crit, it's like all the force I just spent, I'm, I'm getting yeah. back. So I think taking away that that while dials are sacred, I think what you do with your actions is also a sacred part of X-Wing. And I think we forget to talk about that sometimes because it's always about dials. But anytime a ship doesn't have to make a choice about what it does with its actions and how it uses them because it can just spend them all or hold them all, in this case, you know, the defensive ones, I think that takes a little bit of X-Wing away. Um, unfortunately, so so that's absolutely beautifully put because that is one of the reasons that so many people feel like Defender Vader shouldn't belong in this game, and I, I haven't seen it put quite as well as that. So yeah, well, like if if you sure my my thought on it, like you want to have Defender Vader in the game, and he, I think he should be the kind of ship like you know he technically does fly this ship in canon so i understand why he's there but he should definitely be when he first got um introduced ffg put that article out was like defender vader's a gatekeeper ship he's not going to be in hyperspace i think he should be a banned ship that is extended only or even like if you want to ban him and extended and he's just kind of a ship that you you play at home with your homies and you try to just mess around because yeah it's like 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 Corey said, I'm just going to focus evade every turn, and I'm going to hit for three almost every shot. And, oh, you just rolled three evades? Well, one of those is a focus now, so do you want to spend your focus token or take one damage? 
Yeah, yeah. Although you're pretty mean to your homies if you're playing Defender Vader against them <laughs> on my kitchen table, just going to say. Well, I don't like any of my friends, so they, they have it coming. I think dropping them to a to nine, too, was just crazy to me. I, that was the other part that just kind of pushed it even further over the top to me. Yeah. Like, keep them at 11, uh, and maybe. <laughs> keep them at 11, take the talent slot away. I, even if moving them to 10, just do something about the talent slot. Like the juke is excessive. Well, yeah, juke's an auto include. Why would I take any other talent with defender Raider? And I, I don't want them to get rid of juke because I think juke is an interesting piece where you're choosing to take a defensive mod and you're getting a soft offensive mod out of it. And I don't think it's juke is broken. Like I think juke is a great card, you know, and it helps. I think Ada's stay in the mar- in the fight and do other things. It's just when it's just auto, like that's, again, that's kind of bonkers. Yep, and you hit it right there. It's the auto-evading ships that have always broken Juke. Like, it was the Phantoms first, Defenders, and even, like, the Naboo's not so much, but that's just because Republic's always been tight on points, so they couldn't fit Juke on them. Yeah, I mean, would you fly him for 11 points if he still had the talent slot? You could still take Juke. I, I, th- I mean, I think I think Defender Fader is a good enough ship that at eleven points, he's definitely more of a points fortress. But it, it just it just really limits what you can do with him. You're not going to be able to do Vader, Rexler, Palp Reaper at eleven points, which. But you can still like, do Vader with Iden three other ties. <laughs> yeah. So I actually so when I'm playing games, a lot of the times it's just trying to figure out. How many points and objectives do I want? And how many points of killing ships do I want? Vader at 11 points is actually a lot harder to play against because then I just can't kill his friends and get 9 points. Not to kill his friends and get 11 points and objectives. Which mm-hmm. on like Salvage is actually really hard against a Malice Defender Vader who's doing a crit damage every time he shoots you. Yeah. He's a monster. Like my triple silence was a malice. I don't think I can win against a competent defender Vader on salvage. You just I can't. We need we need Sunfuck with old <laughs> old tractor rules back. <laughs> Stop Vader. I miss just, just they, let me put him on asteroids, that's all. Just throwing out there, what about his ability? Is do you think it do you think his inherent ability in the defender is also or is that the the issue that we're kind of focusing on the upgrades and not saying the fact that he just auto gets these hits do you think that would change anything if they eroded his ability that that's always been the biggest problem with defenders is sure you can token stack but the damage output on defenders because you're always focus evading they don't they don't push damage through that often because you want to save the tokens for defense but Defender Vader doesn't care about that. He's just like, okay, I roll, I roll hit focus blank. I spend two force and one of them's a crit and the blanks a hit. Uh, have fun. Isn't uh, X1 Vader in the new scenario yeah. pack? Isn't it a little bit different written? He's got Defender Vader's ability. I thought it was a little bit. Is it the same or is it limit? I thought there was something about it that was different. It is different. You can actually use the force on defense. Oh, so it's better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's worse X1 ability, but better 
Defender Vader ability. And I say okay. once X1 because you do still need that target lock for that third die. Right. So X1's ability to get target lock focus and still have two force every round is really good. It is. Uh... Yeah, also worth noting that he does pick up a third shield in the X1 Battle of Yevon. I'm not sure yeah. if you realize that, but it is like, oh, um, well, yeah, it's, it's three hull, three shields, three force, three agility. And those are legal in standard play, right? That's what they're, that's what they kind of mentioned. The crazy thing is that the Battle of Yavin Vader is still probably the most wholesome version of Vader that's out there right now. <laughs> Even though he, I mean, he sounds really good still. And he still has afterburners because they yep. want to make them playable. Afterburners, target lock, and I'm still rolling four dice with three force. And you do damage to me, I'm going to get the force back. Yep. And marksmanship, just because more And marksmanship. Crits. So it's... Uh... Living up to that Lord Vader's reputation, all right? Yep. I, I, that they only started making them super badass and all this stuff and the more recent stuff. I don't know. I'm more scared of like a new hope Vader just walking around and everybody cowering around. Like, unless you're you Tarkin, to... who doesn't care about his yeah. stupid old religion, because Tarkin's the most badass character in Star Wars. But no, I think I think Defender Vader needs to be banned from standard at the very least. I mean, I mean, sure, he's not. He, there's only one in the cut, but. It's just it's just one of those things. He's he's a gatekeeper ship, and I'm fine with him existing, just not in standard. It, it warps the meta a little bit that you have to like try to have something that can kind of deal with them, like an I six, like outmaneuver, like Anakin, or like a Protorp wedge kind of thing. Yep. I wonder, would you fly him if he had no talent slot at ten points? Probably. Probably. I mean, he's still really good. Well, that's half your list, and he, has, yeah. he doesn't have Juke anymore. I fly, Bo I fly Boba Fett. He doesn't have Juke either. <laughs> oh, you like how Vader, Defender, and Rebel Alpha became such a problem that people forgot that Boba Fett exists. <laughs> um, I mean, Boba Fett's always been good, and he's nine. Point, like, let's just ignore the fact that he's nine points too. Yeah, he went down. Well, the problem in Scum is that all your ships are really expensive, so you're running yes. a three ship list with that. Is uh, Jack Files on Boba good? Um, did, I don't think it's necessary. Grobert flew it. He liked it. Well, Mark Mark is a fellow Michiganian. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. You have Kanan, Boba, and seven points to play with. Oscar Fenrau or the Mando. Or like a four point and a three point. Have yep. Sunny and Sarasu. Olima. Kanan. We already had Kanan. Gamut. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it, it seems like that'd be fun. I might try that. I might put that on the table, actually. Why not? But yeah, Vader. I mean, a lot of his lists, if they're not running a TIE Swarm, is either running like a Palp Reaper, right? So yep. you still get a defensive mod, so you can like boost as your action, still get a, a focus conversion on defense. No, Palp's really good. But uh, the only other problem is that that's a real easy target. But 
That's yeah, I mean, he he is yeah, just getting getting your value out of him. But like having Vizier with Palp is like it's a solid four points. Yeah, and then you have seven whole other points to do whatever the hell you want with your list. Yep. Which Rexler. I didn't two other Tie Fighters or like Rexler or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be. Don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, the top four, two of the top four lists were Tie Swarms, and then the other two had Vader in their MSN capacity. So, I mean, Vader's always been really good. It just it seems like he's getting a resurgence in popularity since x1 vader went down a point he's seven points and he can he has a lot of toys and he's always been scary but he's kind of taken a backseat now that defender vader is the new uh, uh bookie man in town how well do we have anything else to say or i think that's close to the end of the cast let's say what well, Corey, while you're here did you want to give a shout out to uh the grand rapids uh stores sure yeah we've got a pretty competitive group uh, we meet at uh, Gamers Wharf, 28th Street, and always looking for new people. Most people bring uh, extra ships just for new people and, and have lists already for you. So, And looking forward to uh, to beating you guys when we get to the team tournament. So, we still, I still want to do the uh, East Coast West showdown. Let's yeah, do we still got to do that. Let's do it. Also, you have a Brew Squadron, right? You can get yeah. that out. Brew Squadron is our local group, so. And uh, all rivalries east-west aside, it's been, it was pretty cool. I heard yesterday them uh, Hexiled mentioned how we got some good players in Michigan. I'm, I'm uh, very, very impressed with what what we bring to the table and and uh, the level of, of players that we have here is, is pretty amazing. So shout out to all Michigan players, so. And we also own two other states as well, so. We do, yeah. <laughs> Was it Minnesota and North Carolina? Yep. Mm-hmm. We beat them in team tournaments as well, so, you know. We did. Nice. But now we have to unify Michigan. <laughs> what about what about the Upper Peninsula? I'm sure there's one person up there that might play. I mean, that'd be really cool if there was an X-Wing community in the Upper Peninsula, but, I, I mean, I don't know. They, they would have to have, like, game stores in, like, Marquette, Sault Ste. Marie, the Traverse City has their own X-Wing community, which is pretty cool. They put in the, the Discord. It's oh, nice, nice that they've always been kind of like north north of Lansing has always been kind of like a a desert for like the X-Wing community, but it's cool that there's one in Traverse City. We had what is it, the Tri Cities of Saginaw and yeah. where uh Nick Nick plays over there. Yep. I want to go to that Traverse City one. I want to go up there. Same team. It'd be fun. Too bad it's like a four-hour drive. How far is away from you, Corey? Like two. I think we're two and a half. (sighs) Lucky. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool if we could all meet up there for a tournament or something. We'll be coming out to to you guys with, you said every month you guys are doing tournaments? Yeah. second Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Just keep posting in Discord because we'll uh, we'll fill up a car load and head over there as much as we can because... We've got a lot of competitive players as well, so love to come out there. And I'd rather do that kind of thing than travel forever and go to some giant place, to be honest. Yeah, we're working. I'm working with Sanazuski about trying to figure out which places we can run tournaments at which time because there's places out in like Ipsy that are willing to do it. State of Comics and Plymouth are willing to do it. 
And also, get your name in that hat, too, because if you guys have a tournament, I get with Stan, and we can get it on, like, what we really want to do is not schedule tournaments on the same day just to get as many people to one store at a time. 100%. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestmanbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Follow us on uh, Twitch. We'll eventually stream games again, I swear. You know, we have a Twitter at my benchwarmers. You know, don't forget to rate us on any podcasting services you have. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, thank you, Corey, for coming out.